Welcome to the Tearing It Up podcast. I'm your host, Taryn. We'll be tearing it up, tearing it down, and tearing it apart, dissecting all things related to those who deviate from the standard. From leaders of their industry to leaders of mediocrity, and maybe a gear review or two thrown in. We shoot the shit and let the conversations flow, so if that's not your style, this may not be for you. Otherwise, listen in. Hope to light a fire in you somehow. We did it. We're here. Um, we're back. So it feels like it's been forever because um, we actually, the last time we recorded was July 8th and it's now July 25th. Um, yeah, it's so weird because it, it, you know, it feels like we missed like one week mm-hmm. and, but like somehow it's like 20 days later almost like I don't know I don't get it I don't get time don't understand it (laughs) but we missed last week because it's summer and schedules are just crazy shit's going on hard to nail everything down Uh, you're adjusting to being back to in town off vacation road tripping back home yep had a lot from vacation yeah had a lot to do and then it was just kind of wham bam back in the swing of things getting back to trying to get back to use trying to get back and used to life in the trailer um which is that like not adjustment we've been here for a year but um our fridge broke so that's kind of like reverting back to when we first moved into the fifth wheel and we didn't have our full um like the powerful generator like solar generator we have now and stuff and we were really just running off the battery and didn't have things fully up in here yet because we're trying to see how they work like yeah our fridge has been down for like a week so we don't have any fucking food <laughs> it's like i got yeah. a cooler right now with just a couple things in it um but hopefully andrew can get it fixed uh tonight but Hi, andrew yeah a fuse went out but it's the fuse in it is just a very it's not an average fuse that you can just buy from the fucking store we can't find it anywhere and so we're actually going to try and like rewire it to just a normal two prong fuse because we've looked this up on the YouTubes a couple of times and we found a couple people who have had the same problem and so yeah they're just like it's easier to rewire it because when this fuse goes out we have to pull the whole refrigerator so there's the refrigerator in the background it doesn't see you know the way that the wall is behind it it looks like it's just in there but it's out of its hole yeah (laughs) so it sits in a little hole in the wall. We had to unscrew it from the wall, pull it out to get to the fuse. And so the way that we're going to hopefully be able to rewire it will allow it to go through the little exit hole where the air comes out. So then you yeah. just have to take off the little front vet on the bottom of the fridge and mm-hmm. be able to change the fuse that way if it goes out again. Because yeah, like it didn't, it seems like this is an issue that happens commonly, you know, not like all the time. Like I said, we've been in here for a year now over a year we've had the fifth wheel since last april like we it's not happened to us a bunch but uh yeah i don't know if it's the heat or what fucking caused it but yeah it's just like a thing and then the moths they were still they were still around i don't know did i ever even tell the story no i told the story of the moths i think that i mean you told me in person and i don't know if it was on here but i'm pretty sure we talked about how you hurt yourself yeah i fell off the chair because i can't i'm like we recorded one time in Washington. One time before went, you left. Yeah, when I was in your house. When I was in your house. When I was at your house. And I think I talked about it then. Um, but anyways, um, we came back from Washington and there were moths. And I was just so thankful to have Andrew with me this time to just like one witness it. So people yeah. don't think I'm fucking crazy and like so terrified of these tiny little bugs that don't hurt you at all. But like in a small space, it's in that many, it's not like, it's just, ugh, it's gross. Yeah. So he thankfully like, you know, went on a killing spree when we got home. Uh, we just had like our broom and stuff. The next day we like go to the hardware store, get one of those electric like rackets and mm-hmm. a uh, lantern, like trying to keep them outside. we got these solar lights outside that uh, just turn like a motion solar lights. So those will be, ter- those turn on. And so we're hoping to just like draw all the bugs away, but it's been, so I got home on like the 18th of July or something last Sunday, a week and a half ago or something. And the last few days, 
which has been very limited moths. I've only seen like one or two um, very randomly, like one this morning that may have flown in. And then like, yeah, so I think they're going away. I think Yay. they were the migrating kind of moth. Um, so yeah, hopefully that's all gone. And you guys and made it home safe? We made it home. We did a strong just push like we always do. Um, but but yeah, so dealt with the moths for a few days once we got home. Then the fridge went down and Tug has an ear infection and he couldn't get into the vet until, oh yeah, he goes tomorrow. Shit. Um, <laughs> right. He, and then I ordered some stuff like from this local lady, like a herbal kind of remedy on Saturday. I was hoping I'd be able to just get it because I did a pickup and she's in town, I think. Doesn't mean she's actually physically in town. Maybe she's like out of town or I don't know, is busy. But yeah, since she's somewhere local and it was a pickup, I was hoping I could like get it this weekend, but I still haven't got it. So damn it. Now we're just going to have to go with the probably antibiotics and stuff, which I'm sure we would have had to do honestly anyways at this point. But just a lot of shit going on in the like short week that we've been <laughs> back. Yeah. But yeah. Um, that is a lot, dude. Yeah. And working, getting back to work. Like... Yeah, like straight in. Like Both of you guys. Is Andrew back at work? Not really. Yeah. He's still waiting to start work with um, his buddy who has his construction business, but he ju- he's met up with him. He met up with him last night, might meet up with him again tonight, and he's got a couple big jobs. Um big excavating jobs like on the books I think they're like it for sure in it it's like a couple months of work and so hopefully that means he can start next so he can have have that work for a couple months um it's been really nice having him around a lot more often though because I feel like I've been able to do stuff like last summer especially being up here at the property I felt a little trapped a little bit just with like the yeah. dogs like it's hard we can't just leave them up You're here because it gets an hour out of town dude half, half an hour out of town and then like you know it gets hot in this little fifth wheel so we can't leave them in here all day long and you know we can take him to his parents house I just feel bad you know doing that every fucking day and selfish if I'm like going on a bike ride and then having to go to work it's like I would just hang out with the dogs and then go to work um so it wasn't yeah I was missing out on a lot of riding or paddling or anything fun is how I felt um but again that's like oh that's selfish of me <laughs> and um that that mom guilt it even yeah, happens with doggos totally and so it's been nice with Andrew being around a lot more often I still feel bad that I'm just leaving him to the single dad life or something but yeah, I've been able to get out on my bike a lot or go to the gym. Granted, I pretty much missed the whole month of July. Uh, well, as far as like, like time. in Tahoe and yeah. and whatever. Um, but I, I had a great time in Washington. I wouldn't regret it or anything. But now I'm ready to get on my bike, get on the lake, and do a bunch. So I'm like, oh no, how am I going to navigate this? Like trying to get back on the schedule of Andrew working full time. But. I, you know, my schedule in the shop is pretty limited. So I'm still lucky at least there that like, yeah, I can go take the, do- I can go for a bike ride and then I can come back home and work from home with yeah. the dogs instead of having to worry about um, working at the shop three days a week. I, I will be in the shop a few couple days a week in August, but again, the schedule is just kind of sporadic, but um it'll be all right I'll find all the ways that I'm still getting fulfilled and I'm not just leaving my doggies like latchkey puppies (laughs) were you a latchkey kid no way (laughs) (laughs) no I wasn't I was really lucky though because my mom didn't work so my mom was always home and uh where we lived anyways like I mean I always say that this, like we moved to the house my parents are in now when I was like, almost 11 years old and that was a much nicer neighborhood. But when I was young, like in all my elementary school, we lived in a really shitty neighborhood in Tacoma. So there's no fucking way my parents would have ever left us home alone. Yeah. They were like, I mean, we were on the corner street, drive-bys, just fucking shit all the time. So, I mean, not drive-bys all the time, but things really close by. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But anything Not much happen. has changed. 
changed. No, not much has changed in Tacoma, that's for sure. But yeah, they they were not going to be down with that. And then, like I said, my mom um, was a stay-at-home mom for most of my childhood. So she was always home. So that was nice. And then we were just always outside playing and stuff. But yeah, always doing something. Always. Um, baby. Yeah. But yeah, so a little catch up. I mean, we mostly kind of did it, but July 8th was our last recording. It was at the Sturdy Dirty. So if you haven't listened to that, our latest episode, because I did, I posted it on, I think the next Sunday or Monday, because I was just so excited about the episode. I didn't want to wait for a Thursday to drop it. And I also had high hopes we were going to be able to get um, a recording or two in and get back on our Thursday schedule but Mm -hmm. like whatever because we had that episode we were only technically like one week behind um but it was a really great episode and the sound turned out better than I thought it would because it was live we were we were outside people were were, wooing vibes were high man people were wooing because we were right by the finish line of the race um, so there's people walking by, yelling, cheering. There was music or something. I think I think they had music playing, uh, not a band or anything, but just the speakers. I don't know. There was just shit going on. Yeah. And we didn't have headphones or anything like that, so we couldn't tell really what other sound was coming in. And at one point, I looked over at the screen, or I I think I maybe tried to play a clip and it was like I couldn't hear it like at all so I was like oh no but when I got home and did it I was like oh wow okay no you can hear people a lot better because that's the thing we just had one microphone too we were trying to kind of figure out how to do do that uh whether it was going to capture everyone's sound we started handing it off to people and and like so we made it work and it was awesome and I want to do something like that again um just the vibe was really cool kind of short punchy little interviews so mm-hmm. and it but was it's a great- still a great way to give people a feel for what it's like to actually be there because there's so much going on mm-hmm. all the time all over the place like it's overwhelming I think I was like a bit shell-shocked when I first got there I was like holy crap this is is what people do in the woods yeah awesome. <laughs> it was really awesome and that's and like we're podcasting in the woods it's yeah. great yeah. so I just want to do that again more um and now we know like what works obviously it's still all going to be a little bit of a test but um yeah I loved just kind of grabbing people and asking them yeah. If they want to come chat because it was also a great way to network and meet people where each one of our guests that we had um just had so much more we could have talked about totally. and a couple of them I definitely plan on having back I've already reached well one she didn't actually make it on but she was a friend of Spike so again if you listen to that episode you'll hear from Spike she was our last guest um which we I forgot to try and record an outro to the episode so it kind of just ends at spikes but um great note to end on man that was like so powerful yeah it it was amazing so april katz she is a friend of spike she is involved with the arrow project so we're actually going to be talking to her next week so i'm really excited about that to learn more about the arrow project again you have to listen to this dirty dirty episode because what you'll hear from our last guest spike on there is a little bit about the arrow project and what it is and then we get to dive deeper into it with april and find out what she does um in and around that project and everything and then casey i think it's westbrook um she's a mountain bike coach personal trainer i reached out to her about having her back on um i also do want to talk to spike more too and and yeah it just uh it was a great way to quickly meet some people and network and introduce the podcast to them because it's hard just cold reaching out to people i mean it's so hard it's like some people don't have a hard time with that and wouldn't say it's hard and i'm getting better at it because i just like there's just a couple things in my life that I feel like I just have to do that now. And I'm just like, whatever, like, I don't fucking care. You say no, you say no. Um, but if you don't try, you're never going to know. And, you know, I have this, a podcast pitch deck for us and it looks super nice and professional. I feel like so that when people see that, you know, they get a little bit of an insight 
about the podcast, about me and Amber, like personally, and then our relationship together and stuff. And they have, I have a few of our like top episodes on there so they can give it a little listen sample. So, you know, I feel like it's not just a random person reaching out. Like I have, we have stuff behind us that uh, people can be like, oh, yeah, it's the real deal. Do we have a gazillion followers or whatever? Like, no, Mm -hmm. but we're really trying to put the effort in and make it something and not just a project, but it is just a project. Like, but I think but people that's can't how take it serious. Start. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. how things start. You got to just start somewhere. You just got to do it. And I will say, I like as your like biggest admirer, like <laughs> you keep on like surprising me. And when you were like, I want to record at the Sturdy Dirty, I was kind of like, yeah, okay, Jaren. Like, <laughs> I didn't think that you were going to like really go through with it and were as serious <laughs> with it as you were. And like, we loaded up snacks, we grabbed a fucking table, some blankets, and brought the computer and the mic. I think we like rolled rolled over to our campsite on bikes, walked back over. Right after you friggin' took podium, you bad bitch. <laughs> um, and we just like posted up right next to the Smith booth, and we were just like, Okay, we're here now, we're recording. And I like in my head, in my narrative head, I was like, Oh god, are these a part of the rules? Like, are we gonna get in trouble? Should we ask for permission? Like, is anyone gonna get mad at us? And you're just like, We're here now, and it was just we were taking shots like (laughs) okay so I love that you said all that because everything you just said were the exact thoughts running through my head I was like oh I don't know if we should set up next to the smith tent like I don't want to you know like we knew one of our friends works for smith and she was there but I didn't want to like step on their toes I didn't want to you know block their way or you know like they weren't selling anything there at least you know but they were introducing people to product and stuff like that because I didn't want to like just all of a sudden bombard them be in their way I had no idea if it was like okay with the sturdy dirty that yeah, we were like yeah. set up there but also I'm like well we're not like I don't know I don't think we're doing anything wrong because it's just the same as anyone posting a story on Instagram right how many people there are recording on Instagram and yeah. posting stories and stuff and uh so hopefully it wasn't wrong to them they no one came over and said anything to us so I think it was fine and if they would have then we would have immediately shut it down but you know this is and if it still is not a great thing please dm us or message Taryn or I I reached out to them before like a month before the race and I asked the sturdy bitches that's the organization putting the sturdy dirty together if they would be on the podcast and um you know, they were really busy leading up to the race. So of course there was no time before, but they said, you know, hopefully after. So I felt like they, I don't know who, you know, does their Instagram or messaging. I'm, I'm sure that they were at the event though. So I'm like, hopefully maybe they see like the koozie or something or see the posts after and either they're not going to respond to me anymore about being on. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Or they're going to be like, hey, yeah, we saw you there, but we were obviously so fucking busy like yeah. that we couldn't come say anything. But so they, there's plenty of administrators around that could have like come up and asked questions. We had the computer like Amber said in the mic set up. So it's like it was pretty obvious we were fucking doing something that if there was a big concern, I think someone would be like, hi. So like, are you recording? Because that's not allowed because of some kind of trademark fucking permissions, this, that, the other. I don't know. But um. This, this is a this is a thing, but I don't really think it uh, stuck with me because I'm just not that kind of person. I was always the ask permission person, but well, I got it from my boss who was <laughs> like, um, "Ask for forgiveness, not permission." Yeah. So yeah. Like, I'm rolling with it but for real. Yeah, I mean, I fully believe in that too. Like, how else does like actual real change happen in real time? You know? Yep. Yeah. And you never know unless you try. And that's literally my motto through all of life. Like, just fucking do it. Exactly. Just try that's it out I'm, and finger um, it out. You never yeah. know until you try. And that's then once you try and it happens and then you have feelings about it, you're like, oh, okay, that's that's how I feeling about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how the podcast started. That's how I started my business. That's how I've done everything I've done. Every job I've had, I pretty much had no experience or business like doing it before I did it for the first time I was just like hey 
I would like to be a guide in Alaska. So how mm. do I go do that? No, I've never been on a zip line. No, I've never like moved out of this state. No, I've never been kayaking on the ocean. Like, no, I've never done all like I was yeah. a fucking mountain bike coach before I ever like owned a full suspension mountain bike and only rode a couple trails behind my house with Hillary like before then, you know, like you just that's how I, I learn it. is by yeah, just that's fucking how freaking everybody learns and it's like you can take first. all the school in the world which I'm not like downing education I'm all here for further education but like the best training and experience you'll get is on hand hands life on. baby yeah life yep. baby life baby so it was a great fucking experience and I've made I don't know quite a few posts since Maybe not quite a few, a handful of posts, whatever. Since the Sturdy Dirty, I just did a newsletter. Uh, I think I sent it last night with a little recap. So if you guys have seen that, heard that, like it may be old news to you, but um, I dropped down a category from at the Sturdy Dirty and did the light course because a big part of me just wanted to experience the sturdy dirty like completely like I wanted to be able to do the race but I also wanted to be a part of what was happening at the bottom the like the party the day the, the vendors just like see what everything was all about maybe like fucking best- set up a podcast recording yeah. bitch. <laughs> my like, best friends are there I'm like what are they gonna do all day without me you know I brought them here um I want to hang out with them because I literally don't have another day after this to probably hang out with all three of them. So it'd be kind of a bummer that I drug them all up here. And then I don't even get to hang out with them. And it's my fucking birthday. Yes. My fucking race. So, um, so yeah, just, um, that on top of the course that I pre-rode, like it, it felt awful. And, oh, that's where I left, not left off, but in the, the episode before the sturdy dirty, I mentioned, like I might drop down a category, but, there was a huge difference between the category. The light yeah. course was about 3.8 miles and 900 feet of elevation gain, while the next level of course was uh, about 12 miles and like 24 or 2,600 feet of climbing. Big fucking difference. I wanted to be somewhere in the middle. I'm like, I could do like seven to eight miles and 1,500 vert. Like, that would be great. There was really this top section that I didn't want to do. I didn't feel comfortable riding. I knew I was going to be like, white knuckling feeling like shit probably fall off my bike just be like really stressed and press pressured and then the light course I'd done that trail a couple of times maybe like three times before it's really flowy and fun but it's just that short section but I also knew that that kind of riding would be what made me feel good and had have fun on my bike whereas the other section of the course was like hmm this is not going to give me like, like stoke to get back on my bike. Yeah. And since the sturdy dirty, but before the race and after I heard uh, many of people talk about that section, yeah. like that was not a beginner section. That section was hard. And I mean, I'll say I was like, I didn't do the beginner course because I feel like I'm a beginner mountain biker. I'm not saying I'm fucking good and fast and the best mountain biker there is but I did the beginner course because I've never done a fucking race and I had no idea what to expect so I wanted to start there in a category of people where I would feel less pressure and um be able to maybe stick it out but with that being said there's many people who maybe thought of themselves as more of a beginner biking than like what I do and yeah people were like that section was not fucking friendly. Um, I just spoke to a girl from the Dames of Dirt, another fellow Dames of Dirt member who was at the race. She did the sport category. I saw her at North Star. We did it. Um, we did an event. Dames of Dirt did an event on Sunday at North Star, just a big meeting, like a bike ride. And so I went to that and that's where I got to meet her in person. And um, yeah, awesome. I, I talked about it and she was like, yeah, that it was, it was rough. Like that was not a friendly section. So I felt good about my decision that I didn't have all these things worked up in my head. Um, Like they were legitimate feelings <laughs> and especially coming off of that crash. 
that I had. I'm going to go back and do CCDH. I have no problem yeah. trying to do it again. I just didn't want to do it in the race. That day, in that yeah. moment, in that space. And also, you talked to a lot of people who had same opinions before the race about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And were like, everything you were saying, they were saying. Multiple people dropped to the light category after doing their pre-ride because they were like, whoa, this is more than I expected. Um, On top of that, like, even just the climb after those sections, climbing again, another 600 and some feet and then getting to the fun blowy section. I was just not physically prepared for that after not riding my bike for three weeks. And, um, oh, so Shelby, the gal I talked to, the other Dames of Dirt member who did the sport category, she said, and this is what I suspected, that it was going to be... Um, I think it was she was up there for like six or seven hours. Damn, so dude. that's a long day because that's a long day. I don't think my category took off till 11. I think the beginner category started at like 10. But then, yeah, she was, you know, up there to like four because there was just such a bottleneck of um, racers getting down their stages. So, yeah, that's just not what I wanted to do. I didn't want to sit up there yeah. alone. And I wouldn't have been alone. I'm sure I would have met friends, but I know myself and I know that I would have been so anxious about mm-hmm. the ride down and then the climb back up that I wouldn't have been up there like partying and just drinking because they had like fireball and, you know, just shots and beer and all this stuff around. Champagne service. Yeah, just a really fun event and treats yeah. and all this. Like. And- donkeys mini ponies there was mini ponies there I didn't get I didn't make it that far to see any of that stuff but yeah I wouldn't have been able to like let loose completely because there's a very fine line of having the liquid courage versus like oh I'm gonna like now I'm gonna really wreck myself because I'm fucking hammered so so yeah all in all it was great and it gave me the experience that I wanted out of Sturdy Dirty by like said getting to see every part of it from camping Friday night, which, you know, was a little bit more lackluster than I thought that it might be. Everyone was pretty like to bed early. Times at nine, bitches. (laughs) Closing her down. And um we weren't we weren't quite ready for that. But um, but that's okay. It was still again part of that experience. And I wished I had been able to talk to a few more people. One of the gals who works for Wild Rise, she was a founder of Dames of Dirt. So I wanted to go over there and talk to Mariah and ask her to come over. But every time I looked over at the tent, I felt like she was working like, mm-hmm. and they were selling stuff. So I was like, I don't know if I can go ask her. And uh, But I should have. But I'm hoping I can, you know, at least still have... Co- contacts that I could get a hold of her and like have her yeah. on the podcast but um it would have been cool to be able to do it in the moment but hopefully I can get a hold of someone from the sturdy bitches and they have no issue with what we did there and would like to come talk to us yeah, yeah. <laughs> but For it was real. good it was great that was you know just a few days into my trip to Washington and then the rest of the trip was just a whirlwind of hanging out seeing my brother and sister-in-law, niece and both nephews. I met the new nephew finally. Oh I can't say finally because it had only been a month, but he's yeah. Just but a, still, yeah. it happened. You got to meet him when he's brand new. Yeah, so that was really cool. And um, my niece and nephew are stoked about riding their bikes. And Delia mm-hmm. just got her first pedal bike right after I left. So uh, it was just like so fun having like this trip be everyone be stoked about bikes yeah 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 it's happening it's happening jen got a new bike my sister-in-law when i was there too so i'm just yes mom so deserving i know all i want to do is like go home again to ride bikes like okay can we all go on bike rides now um i was bummed jen didn't get her bike back uh where her and i could just like go bike around town or something but next time like i want to I don't know when actually what the weather will be like when I can make it back because I won't be able to go in September. That's for mm-hmm. sure. But yeah. um, yeah, lots of bikes, lots of babies. And then Andrew actually came back from Alaska. He flew to Washington. So that was a super awesome to, for him to be able to spend a few days uh, with me in Washington and see the fam because he hasn't got to see them in a while. And and I had, so I had the right, dogs with us. With so, so, yep, yeah. we were all there. Got to do the whole drive back with all my boys. And 
and it was great and now here we are except back just in the in the real fucking swing of things and it's about to be august next week and i'm like whoa what the fuck happened like yeah. next week you know we're already going to be talking about our big labor day sale and then our avalanche education series where i feel like it's going to be this weird balance of my mind is two months ahead because i'm planning all of our like like winter events and stuff like that but then physically i'm in summer where i'm gonna be like wait what's happening what month is it yeah and it's gonna be hard because this happens to me all the time when my mind switches seasons it's hard Mm -hmm. to remember to do the things like say oh yeah i need to go ride my bike because it's not actually fucking december and snowing so i need to go out and and do that so i gotta try and make that's myself a for like a real little... thing and it's yeah. happening every time august hits i'm like oh it's creeping in the cold is like yeah <laughs> even though it's full-on not like you can just feel it in like the light of day or like the temperature it's like a real and then seasonal depression creeps in and then you're yeah. like fuck <laughs> yeah it's crazy um it was pretty hot when we got back, but the last couple of days haven't been too hot. They've been a little bit breezy. It's just insane to me that it's so green here in Tahoe still because Washington was like bone dry and brown. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck? Like Tahoe's greener than Washington in the middle of July. This is this is Scary. weird. Yeah. yeah. But I just hope that, you know, everyone stays smoke free. Hope we stay green down here and uh and things stay stay calm up there but august i get scared in august honestly because august just gets hot everywhere mm-hmm. um so it i get a little worried but that's all the more reason that every single day i need to be like okay i yes, gotta get outside yes, i gotta yes, go do yes, something yes, because yes. it's like fabulous transition dude oh yeah seriously back to the smile i forgot oh. about that part. so speaking <laughs> of um biking again well i so i went to north star i said dames of dirt put on an event it was really cool um it was a ride at north star we got discount lift tickets and then there was a they had a dinner like an a dinner with a drink at this pub that's in the village at north star and then there was a little panel of local women uh, a couple athletes like michelle parker she's a professional skier she's been a professional skier for years if you're into skiing at all you probably know who michelle parker is red bull athlete all the things she's amazing um she was speaking and then a, a local girl anna yamaguchi she which was awesome because her mother is actually an ambassador for tahoe mountain sports so i know her mom kim i work with her because i do the marketing obviously and kim's just been a great customer anyways too so i know her from the store for that um and anna now is like a professional gravel racer and then there was another local gal i mean they're all local obviously but um and then this other girl danny who is the um like patrol i think it was the patrol director is her role so Mm -hmm. for year-round at North Star. So Ski Patrol and Bike Patrol, like program director, whatever, manages it all and is the a patroller herself. And yeah, just badass ladies. And so it's just um, one of the gals who put on the event who works for North Star. She had a handful of questions for them. So they just kind of went around and answered. Everyone just answered the question, the same questions. And um again I just want to like I want to talk to Danny and hear more about her story with I got to hear a lot from her just she sat at my table so before the panel started she kind of spoke about her journey and story into being a patrol because she started like very early where there was like no other women patrollers and um you know she stuck it out and she made it to being a full-time high level manager you know so yeah so it's just it's just again inspiring and so it's so cool that dames of dirt put that on and i did though however our third run hit a rock that bent my rim bent my rim so popped the seal on my tire because it's got tubeless tires so got a flat tire i quit carrying a tube because i swear someone at some point told me it was pointless to carry a tube with tubeless tires because it's hard to change like you just need to patch if you get a flat but 
they they nor I were obviously thinking like, well, what happens if you break the seal of your tubeless yeah. tags? You're not going to seal them on the trail. So putting a tube in would make sense. A girl had a tube, but she'd had it on her bike for like six years. So we'd go through the whole process. And then like there's a pinhole in the tube. Mm. So this other gal has a tube, but she has a 27.5. So her tube's a little bit smaller than my 29 tire, but we put it in anyway. At this point, this woman's husband is there. He was a bike mechanic and he just happened to be, he was riding North Star just separately on his own, but she gave him a call and I was happy that he came yeah. uh, to just like double check things because uh i accidentally started to take my derailleur off i don't want to talk about that but um so he came to make sure everything was like in order and uh, i asked him I was like, do you think it'll be all right to like ride the rest of the day on this 27 5 or like is it just enough to get me down he's like no you'll be fine you should like you should be able to shred we get back on the trail and you know minutes later i have another flat and I think it's just because the rim, like the bend was so bad that it just instantly like pinched the yeah. tube. Um, so from then I had to walk. Uh, I walked the fire roads back down. I really don't know how far it was. I didn't pay attention to how long it took me and I was going slow and it was a decent walk though. It was yeah. a decent walk. And then at this point, it's 2.30 in the afternoon. There's a group of women on the patio. I stop and chat with them and have a beer because I'm fucking dying of thirst because <laughs> the whole fire road's just exposed and it was a very hot yeah. day. Oh, my God, dude. So grab a beer. And then, of course, now at this time, it's 3 o'clock. I'm like, I have no time to go down to the bottom and, like, ask the shop to, like, fix this and come back up because the panel or dinner, rather, was supposed to start at 4. So I just headed down. So... I didn't even get three laps in. I missed the party lap. I was kind of bummed, but also uh, it's surprising. I thought this, like, I'm smiling as I'm just walking down the road because I'm just thinking to myself, like, of course. I mean, like, yeah. why, would, why would I expect anything less? Why would I over here, Miss O'Donnell, whom my dad always <laughs> says, like, the luck of the Irish, which... <laughs> The luck of the Irish, if you don't know, like, it really means nothing. It's just luck. Yeah. It's like good luck. It's bad luck. It's just stupid. But I feel like for the O'Donnell family, a lot of time, it's just like fucking bad, stupid, dumb luck. So I'm just like smiling, like so just laughing, like, yeah, this would happen this, to me. Fucking yeah. of course. This is, yep. this is it. But I was also like, hey, I didn't crash. So yes, yeah, like bitch. I just came around a corner. You were able to walk out of there. Yeah, I was trying to lead the pack because a lot of us in the group I was in hadn't ridden North Star yet that year. And at this point in the day, at this point in the day, it was like I said, our third lap. But I was just like, whatever. I don't fucking care. Like we've gone through this. We've been behind people and people if they, you know, want to pass. We've been moving over and like, okay, you want to pass. We've started out as like, no, no, it's fine. I'll be behind you. And then. It's like, you know, okay, I'll pass. I'm like, you're feeling good. So I, I, yeah, just took the lead down this trail. Like, whatever. I think I am, you know, getting, getting through the train, take this corner and all of a sudden feel it. And I'm like, fuck. But anyways, yeah, I was, I was feeling good and it was nice to feel good on my bike. And like I said, I was just happy it wasn't from a crash, but yeah, I was smiling so much, I guess. And I got there, a girl, I know who's also part of the group. She's a really good snowmobiler that I've ridden with a couple of times. She was like, what's going on? Like when she saw me, I was like, oh, well, you know, I just had to walk down the road. Whatever. She was like, yeah, I saw you like walking this way with this huge smile on your face. I thought you must be super fucking high. <laughs> I was like, not at all. <laughs> like I just, there's just nothing else I can do. And even after my crash, I felt like, not not good obviously I was in pain but I was like hey I'm I'm able to get down and I'm able to get yeah. down myself I'm riding down the trail like no matter how much pain I'm in I'm, I'm doing it and said I think I've talked about it before there's a point in my life where I definitely would get down in those moments and be the like why oh, sure. me like what the fuck like this sucks this is so awful blah blah blah, blah. yep yep but I think I've been in so many situations like this mm -hmm. now in my life that I have learned that like, look, there's no it's part of the course. Yep. And you're in it. There's no fucking mm -hmm. thing you can do right now besides put your focus on getting out of the situation. And after that, you can like, you know, relax, be bummed, whatever, have the emotions. But when you're in the middle of it, like having a breakdown and being mad and angry and it's just it doesn't get you anywhere. And 
things could be worse. Like in both instances, it could have been in a bad crash. Like, and, and that didn't happen. Like I said, I was walking away and whatever. It's like, oh yeah, shit. You know, I paid for a lift ticket. Like, yes, it was a discount, but still like, I haven't come to a bike park in fucking years. So like, what the fuck? What kind of luck? But again, could have been way fucking worse. Um, could have been paying a full price for a lift ticket. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So took my bike in to the shop yesterday. They fixed it on the spot. They just like, were able to pull the rim out. I did need a new tire. My tire had two holes in it from the rock in the bend, but, um, and so they put a beefier tire on for me. So it's like, I love it because now looking at it, my back tires all, you know, brand fucking new. I'm like, I don't even want to get it dirty though. Like, it looks so nice. And it looks like a brand new bike, you know? So it's like, oh my God, (laughs) look at that. And I'm like, I want a new front tire. Like this thing looks beautiful. This new back tire. But I was like, fuck, that tire was $94. Jesus fucking Christ. And they're smaller than car tires and cost like more. Yeah. I didn't even know. He was just like, I would do this. And I was like, sure. But super embarrassed because I had to get some money transferred around and I was like, oh, I didn't. I was going to leave it with you and then yeah. figure out my finances. And then yeah. Fix it on the spot and be like calling to activate a card and like, oh, can I split payments? And yeah, figured it all out. Um, yeah. But it was, yeah, like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, so I'm ready to get back on my bike. I think tomorrow I might just bike the road here, though, for a good distance because I've been wanting to do that for quite a while. Um, and, and yeah, so just get get on my bike or really do that. And yep, bike time, bike, bike, Fuck bike. Yeah, Fuck yeah, yeah. How about you? I mean, we've been on a while now, so. Um, uh, but I still want to hear from you. I feel like I yeah. took over on the biking. Oh no, that's okay. I haven't been doing much biking at all. Um, I've been doing a lot of working and hanging out with Quincy. We went on a hike this weekend and we did this hike in the Snoqualmie corridor called Lodge Lake. And it's called Lodge Lake because it's right by the lodge Mm. and you hike underneath the ski lifts to get to the lake. And, um, yeah, it's right there. And, uh, after the hike, we were coming out from the where the lake is and Quincy was like I want to ride the lifts down I want to ride the lifts down and I was like okay yeah we'll see what we can do I was like we don't have a ticket like I don't know if they're running it and like when we got out it was stopped because they have to stop to download people onto the lift Mm. um and so I was like oh it's turned off and he just like started bawling crying oh, and I'm like oh, oh. Just, I was like just give it a second I was like just wait I was like it might turn back on and it turned back on and so we had to hike back up to get to the lift and when we got there I was like oh shoot we don't have like our wristbands because we didn't get a ticket and so I was just like kind of trying to like hide my wrist and like <laughs> talk to the guy who's loading us which he was just like in his own world of lift operating folk. yes exactly <laughs> Um, and so we got to ride the lift down and he was so scared and stoked and talking about how he wants to ride a lift more often. And oh. so it was really great for him to be like stoked on wanting to do ski lift stuff because when I would ask him if he wanted to go snowboarding, he'd be like, Matt, no, Matt, no, Matt. Really? No. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, Okay, fine, bye. <laughs> yeah, see ya. And Have fun doing nothing. Yeah. So I'm stoked to hear he's stoked on that because my life is so up in the air that I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do with winter. And so like thinking of working up at Crystal or something is potentially an option. We shall right. see. So is your job now, I re- I vaguely remember, is it a six-month contract? Yeah, it's a six-month deal, but that's based on workload. So I could work there until December, but I don't know what I would be doing past October. I was talking to some of my coworkers the other day, and they were talking about how things might not run much past October. So, oh. um. Yeah, I'm doing site inspections for county roads right now, um, which is like so I've just been like so off track of like my actual career path. Um, But 
it's a good leaping stone to get a county job because yeah. your girl wants them bennies, the retirement. Like I just need something stable in my life right now. Um, no. that reminds me, I want to get a money like person on here. I know we've talked yes, about it before, but financial advisor or thinking a lot about it in the last couple weeks for sure and I just got to get my shit together with it yeah um yeah so I get yeah. your ass a Roth IRA or an IRA like so I have immediately. oh I, oh I you're such an adult well I I have one set up that does not have money going into it yet because That's I okay. um didn't um I was like I don't have the extra like money in my account to yeah, like I live same. paycheck to paycheck I can't really like put that money there but I'm like that's mm-hmm. so dumb like I can figure that out because if I have the deal that I have it's like I'm turning down like free money like a match to what yeah. I put in so I have got to figure that out I'm so fucking dumb because my like the accountant I was working at the shop today like in the office because people were gone and I had the space to do it and so our accountant bookkeeper rather was working in there and should have asked her while she was there like hey Rachel what do I need to do to like get back on setting that up like I think I'm at the point that I just have to say I want this much money moved to that account Mm um so I have got to fucking do that I should just email her right after this because it like said I went set it it up last year and I didn't put any money in and I'm like Jesus but but yeah, get those bennies, get yeah. those benefits. And yeah, I want to get established in something. But I also, the other day, I registered for school. Oh, start getting my bachelor's in environmental science. Wow. Why not? Like, why not? What, uh, where just back at TCC? Uh, uh Clover Park. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Clover Park is a technical college out in Lakewood for those of you who aren't Lokes and don't know the the things that I'm saying. But the term, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the and I, it's, it's the first quarter, it's the first ever time that they are offering this. Um, so I would be like a guinea pig, which I'm kind of like. Oh, really? A guinea pig. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so smile I'm... for the camera. I'm going to try and take a screenshot. <laughs> I don't think it worked. I don't know. Oh, oh my god, it's working. I look so ragged, I feel like. And I think I think I have rosacea, man. Like, you know how my cheeks I think you've talked get about that so before. Red? Yeah. yeah, someone said that they thought oh, I did, and yeah. I was like, ugh, bitch. And then now I'm like, wait, maybe she's probably right. <laughs> yeah, I do. I remember That's... that. But like then we looked at so it red up. right now. But then we looked at it. Up, I was and it seems like the pictures of it like are not like like you would just like Extreme flushed. Case. Yeah. Like the like rosacea seemed like very rash but there's different levels yeah and i think i maybe got burnt today i was outside a lot but i mean it's just a little flushing and just like you know people put blush on to get that look so and i'm like no i'm too red red." (laughs) but um yeah i think i got one in there i don't know how to make it work but anyways um sorry so that's really exciting when do you start uh I haven't fully signed up for classes yet because I'm like okay I'm taking it very slow one step at a time um I filled out my FAFSA and now I need to be like so how am I gonna pay for this so and since I'm technically a single mother on the books um I can get it paid for I'm pretty sure so I need to look into all of those things and I have friends who are like in that world so that they could help me out and I could do yeah. workforce and like all this other kind of stuff. So cool. Yeah. We'll see what happens. We will freaking see. I just feel like my life is so up in the air, like um, with work, with what my future is yeah, and in my relationship. And yeah, it's a scary place to be, but it's also exciting, but mostly scary. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that <sighs> is, just like the story of our lives I mean I feel like even people who are married and have good jobs and have kids it's like you still don't really know what's gonna happen tomorrow especially if you have young kids right then I feel like you're always thinking about like life as your kid getting older and like okay what's gonna happen when they're at this next stage of life and this next stage of life it's just 
uh, it's always a work in progress. It, and it is. It really is. But I do think that our generation has a lot more people in it that are in their mid thirties, like kidless and yeah. or careerless, mm-hmm. and whereas like our parents' generation We're was full like on they, yeah. Had families like stayed at the same job for years. Yeah, stayed exactly. in the same relationship. Exactly. So it's for like the kids. Yeah, totally. So it's just uh, we're just we're doing life a lot differently. I feel yeah. like than our parents. Um, percent and historically. Yep. Yeah. For sure. Whether dude. by choice or not. I mean, you know, this economy is fucked up. I'll tell you that much. It is. It's scary. And nothing's, nothing's guaranteed, honestly. Like, the things that we've been through in our lifetime has been pretty wild. Like, we witnessed 9-11 happen. I, you weren't in high school yet, but I, it was like my freshman year of high school. It would have been like your eighth grade year of middle school. Like, I think it was... Um, no, I was younger. I think it was like sixth grade. Oh, shit. Yeah, because, oh, wait, 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 wait. yeah. Mm, sh- no, because you're one year younger than I am. You're right. It was eighth grade. It was yeah. eighth grade. Yeah, because I was like, wait, TK graduated in 2003. <laughs> and, yes. Um, yeah, because now I just had a vivid memory. I was thinking I had two memories combining. One, we were out on the field because there was like an earthquake. And that was yes. like a, a big earthquake. I think it was sixth that grade. That was sixth grade. Then 2000, uh, 2001, I remember now like who might like sitting in this one specific teacher's classroom like watching tv because that's all we did for days was like watch tv i begged my mom not to go to school that day because i thought we were all gonna die (sighs) i thought all the bombs were coming yeah for real yeah um i was terrified of war but yeah um, yeah it's still am i mean yes it's terrifying yeah we've we've seen a lot and then the crash of like 2008 i mean these fucking presidents uh the fact that you know our rights are being revoked oh my gosh Um, yeah shit's weird there's no promises no and like the housing market is just outrageous Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. unless you're like heir to some old money or like a badass motherfucker making a business out there for yourself then i just it's hard out there for a pimp (laughs) it it so is it so is i feel like i am just getting to a point of like a little bit of a breakthrough not financially um but like i don't know seeing a light whereas there was a a time that i i didn't that light went very dark that candle was was burnt out because i was just like man how have i been at some of these things for so long and or just in my life and like i don't it's not fucking happening and I was just yeah. telling Andrew this, I think on my, no, it was just the other night. We were just out having a couple beers. And I was like, you know, I, when I was like 18, I was searching on the internet for outdoor remote jobs. Yeah. That back then was like, not a thing. Like, I I still wanted to go to school at that point for kinesiology. I mean, I started working at a golf course because that was the closest thing yeah. in town I could get to to like, we working outside. Yeah. And then, you know, then I went to Alaska. And when I came back from Alaska, I was just like, what the fuck do I do now? Because I've experienced this thing that I love. And how do I keep doing this? But then after doing the guiding thing for a few years, I was like, I don't like I don't really like this that much. But what else am I supposed to do? I don't have experience in other things like marketing. And I'm just like, here I am at 35, so like 15 years later, that I finally feel like I've reached the point of getting a, like what? a remote job in an industry that I love. But I'm not even fully there yet. I'm not fully yeah, there, yeah, yeah. but it's almost there because I've asked for it and I'm hopefully getting it soon but it's just so much more to me which I didn't even realize like I said until I'm talking to Andrew is like wow like yeah I've been trying to do this for a long fucking time of make work like for me make work work for me in a lifestyle that I want to live um what a concept what a fucking concept yeah and I feel like you know we see it on 
on the gram, on the social media, all these youngsters, 20 some year olds, like just going in asking for 30 bucks an hour and just working like remotely and doing this and that and the other. And sometimes, yeah, I'm bitter about it because I'm like, I've been trying to find this in my life for 15 fucking years. And I've worked tooth and nail to get there. And I mean, I have other it's it's not just this. I'm not just settled at this one job doing marketing for a shop in town remotely. I still have other things that I'm doing to be able to like even make this life happen and enable me to like be able to travel more but not have to take all the time off to do it to be able mm-hmm. to go somewhere and work from there. Um cuz I don't need to take every time off. I can go somewhere and work, but I also want to like be in that spot. And yeah, take a yeah. fucking day off there, but I don't need to just take time off just to go places. I want to be able to just, yeah, do it all. Like not have an excuse. Like, yeah. Um, unfortunately. We can't we though. We're adults we now. We, we got bills, bitch. Oh, yeah. But we that's why, bills. that's exactly why I've always felt that I needed Dogs to have a job that I could do from anywhere because I can't just fucking take time off. I've never been in a financial situation or had the job that I could just take the time off. So if I'm able to go fucking travel to the desert, I don't know why I, would, I don't really like the desert, but you know, for fuck's sake, whatever. If I just wanted to go somewhere and I, if I don't have to take the time off and I can work, you know, like yeah. a few hours here, then go for a bike ride, then come back and work for a few hours. Like with the cape access we have to service and the internet and hotspots and things like that. Now it's just so much more possible to be able to work yes. from the road. So yeah, that's in my dream life since before fucking hashtag van life was a goddamn thing. And now I can't even have van life because it's too cool for me. Um, and cool. I'll stay in a fucking hotel. I don't yeah. care. Like, give give me the hotel and the electricity. <laughs> I don't need to sleep in my car. OK, but I just want the ability to go to the coast for two days without having to take the time off. Yes. So I- so yeah, those I think I'm seeing some light. I'm seeing a way that I can get financially stable, but have the freedom and flexibility to not be in one spot An and asking for fucking permission to go somewhere. Yeah. Because I don't like asking permission, which is yeah. funny because I said I always am the person ask to for ask permission. for permission. Yes. But with certain things, like when oh it comes gosh, to breaking so rules, funny. like I don't want to break rules, but like yeah. I also am going to do what I want and I don't want to be told what to do. So, yes, 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 yes. so yeah, there's the, there's the, like, I don't know. Balance. The, the, Balance, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not a rule breaker, but just don't I'm fucking a... tell me what to do and yeah. don't just keep me don't in a box. Don't put rules on me and I won't be a rule breaker. Yeah, exactly. Don't keep me in a box and I will I will bust out. Um yeah. but yeah, well anyways, we've probably gone a bit over an hour, hopefully not too much, but and we haven't had a one-on-one conversation in yeah. like three weeks. So it was good to have and it's gonna be super great to have another guest on and hopefully we will then have kind of a spiral of guests throughout the rest of yeah. the next couple months kind of the rotating like tna and then tna and guest and it's an and ass baby here. yeah that stands for tits and ass tits and ass <laughs> um so so yeah like i said if you have not listened to that live episode do it because we have gotten great feedback whether it's from nice. our best friends or not it was great they loved it they loved that and i think you will too and then you'll be able to like fully understand um have a little leg up on on the conversations that we're having in the future with these people so do that listen to the episode um if you listen to any episode uh rate review um rate review subscribe to the show help us show up somehow on some kind of leaderboards i don't even know how you find us honestly because i just type in obviously tearing it up um so i'm not sure how people can find us without directly like being linked to us but if you rate review and subscribe then we somehow magically show up and maybe when people type in like women's podcast or i don't know we might show up i'm not too sure i gotta find out what our key words are or something yeah. like that bad um, bitches marketing jargon. tits and ass 
fuck all of those doing things it doing it um so yeah super excited to, to be back and hopefully yeah we can stay pretty regular for the busy ass crazy suma months we've got um yeah. or weeks now but that's okay anyways thank you guys all for tuning in and we will talk to you next time bye we hope you enjoyed this episode and would do us a huge favor since we don't have any sponsors or anything like that and would rate and review us on whatever platform it is you use spotify apple stitcher uh, whatever it is and if you're listening and downloading just through the website tearingituppodcast.com leave comments um we'll definitely engage back with you and on social media right now we're just on instagram tearing it up podcast is the handle like the post share the post comment on the post whatever it is you got um show us your love so we just stay relevant and show up in the rankings at all so again rate and review please and we'll see you next time thanks